This entire season of Retronauts is fully funded by listeners like you thanks to Patreon. If you'd like to find out how you can help and get episodes a week in advance, head on over to patreon.com slash retronauts. Thanks and enjoy the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a brand new episode of Retronauts Micro, U.S. Gamer's classic gaming podcast. And in case you're wondering about the whole micro angle, well, you know, these episodes are shorter episodes that we typically do on the off weeks between our normal episodes. And the reason they're shorter is because we normally tackle subjects that probably couldn't fill 90 minutes, even if we really, really wanted them to. And in this case, I wish I could fill 90 minutes with this topic, but um, I'm only human again. We have our limitations here at Retronauts. So... I can ramble on and on and on, as you can probably tell by now, but let's get to the most important thing about today's episode, something that completely exploded my brain with its surprise release uh, a few weeks ago, and that is Earthbound Beginnings, aka Earthbound Zero, aka Mother, the very, very first Earthbound game. It came out on Wii U Virtual Console just a few weeks ago, and this is unprecedented, so I wanted to have a podcast about this very interesting, very strange game with a kind of tumultuous uh, release history. We'll, we'll get into that in a second. Really though, any discussion of Earthbound in general needs to mention uh, Shigesato Itoi, who is the the brain behind these games, he writes them, he is the driving force, his surreal uh, dry wit is what is the engine of these games, and this is where Earthbound started. Basically, Itoi went to Nintendo with a game pitch that was shot down, but Hiroshi Yamauchi, Nintendo's president at the time, said, you know what, this Itoi guy, he could make us something good, let's call him back. And if you're curious as to who Shigesato Itoi is, it's kind of hard to explain within the confines of a tiny podcast, but he is a true renaissance man in the Japanese celebrity sense of the word. And that doesn't mean he's talentless, oh no, he's got talent. And one of the things he's known best for in Japan, or at least he was known best for, is his uh, his talent as a copywriter. So if you think of uh, things like, I'm loving it, or... Uh, I don't know, I'm just thinking of McDonald's uh, <laughs> taglines, or like food folks and fun, whatever. He is the guy behind things like that, and in Japan, I guess, you can become famous if you're good enough at copywriting, which, as someone who has written copy in the past, that's certainly not the case for America. So this new project of E-Toys became the game Mother. It was a modern-day RPG, very much framed in that classic Dragon Quest style. If you look at Dragon Quest 2, maybe, and, and Mother 1, they're not too far off from each other in how they look, how they play, and so on. So the first Mother entered production in 1988, released in 1989 in Japan, and was actually scheduled to make it over here by 1991. Now remember, this was in a time when Nintendo kept trying to push RPGs on Americans because, as a rule, on consoles, RPGs were not our favorite thing to play. And we saw in the past Nintendo sending out copies of Dragon Warrior, things like that. There was a big push for Final Fantasy. I mean, for a long time, Nintendo really wanted people to get into RPGs, but I think once Final Fantasy VII came around, Nintendo just dusted off their hands and they were like, hey, you did the work, that's fine. We're just going to pick up where you left off. So allow me to read to you what Nintendo Power had to say about Earthbound in 1991 in their Fun in 1991 column. Uh, I don't know the issue offhand, but I have the thing right here in front of me, and it says, Earthbound. Due out in the fall of 1991 is Earthbound, an epic adventure with gameplay like Final Fantasy, but set in the modern world. Baseball bats and psychic powers take the place of swords and sorcery. 
The main character, a kid with latent PSI talents, searches for the truth behind the legend about a mysterious ancestor. Many things will hinder the lad's quest, including poltergeists, giant rats, and crazy hippies. Earthbound features a giant world to explore and tons of puzzles to solve, all with a touch of humor. Oh boy, you gotta love that early 90s uh, Nintendo Power Magazine copy. Uh, anyhow, we have a little wrinkle in our stories. So we have Earthbound entering production in 88, coming out in Japan in 89, and being teased in Nintendo Power in 1991. Obviously, things didn't shake out that way, but one very, very unexpected and ultimately magical thing happened. A prototype for this game, then just called Earthbound, was found by an anonymous collector. Now, I can't go into all the details because I don't want to bore the living crap out of you. All this stuff is online if you want to read it, the back and forth between uh, ROM dumping groups and people owning the cartridge and whatnot. But the thing of the matter is that this game, this prototype for Earthbound, was dumped. The ROM was dumped and captured, and it's pretty much been available to play uh, online illegally, obviously, since 1998. So this version of Earthbound, the one that was released on Wii U Virtual Console, it's essentially been out in the wild for roughly 17 years, and only just now is it being made available legally. So I'm going to assume that most of you who are going to play Earthbound Beginnings, or Earthbound Zero, or Mother, whatever you want to call it, most of you in America who are approaching this game are probably approaching it from the perspective of having played Mother 2 or Earthbound first. That's the Super Nintendo one. And at this point, if you've never played a Mother game outside of Earthbound or Mother 3, you're probably thinking, oh my god, another Earthbound? There's an entire Earthbound I haven't played yet. I'm excited. Okay, you should be excited, but I do want to curb your enthusiasm a bit. There's a kind of a disclaimer about Mother 1 that you need to know before you jump in and disappoint yourself. So if you're a retro gaming fan, and I'm going to just, you know, assume you are if you're listening to this, you're probably thinking, yes, Bob, of course, this game that came out five years before Earthbound is going to be a little less fun, a little crustier. I know the drill. I like classic games. Well, it's a little more complicated than that in that Mother 1 is essentially kind of like a prototype for Mother 2. Mother 2 uses so many ideas from Mother 1, Mother 1 almost feels like a dry run, an experiment, one that, you know, I, I, I'm guessing worked out if they decided to make a sequel to it. That said, it very much follows the same beats of Mother 2. You have uh, a small boy with a baseball cap who sets off on a grand adventure, meets friends along the way, and collects eight sounds which will stop some great evil. I I'm guessing it will, I mean, that's what it usually does. Playing Mother 1 will give you a better appreciation for Mother 2 because you get the feeling that when they got together to make Mother 2, or Earthbound, they looked at Mother 1 and said, what makes RPGs tedious? Let's get rid of these things that make RPGs tedious, because unfortunately, there are a lot of tedious things about Mother 1 or Earthbound Beginnings. Really though, the worst thing about Mother 1 has to be the random encounter rate. It is off the charts, and you barely get anything from fighting in these battles, so a lot of the Mother 1 experience is just grinding through battle after battle after battle. And unlike in Mother 2, there's no trippy awesome backgrounds to stare at while you enter the same commands over and over again. That's why I feel if you want to play Mother 1, 
don't make it your sole entertainment experience. Add a podcast into that, put on Netflix in the background, because unfortunately, so much of this game is staring at those black battle screens, just entering fight over and over again. And one of the people who actually worked on getting the game released released an easy patch for the game, but that is not part of Nintendo's game plan. You are playing the original hard version of Mother 1, the one they intended to release in 1991. If you want to try the ROM online, go for it. I recommend you buy the game first, of course, but this is what you're getting with Mother 1, and that was my disclaimer for the most part. Of course, I say to listen to a podcast or watch Netflix while you're playing Earthbound Zero or Mother Beginnings or Earthbound Beginnings. Man, this is getting complicated. Anyhow, if you do that, you are going to miss some of the amazing music in this game. And trust me, this music is really, really good. And if you are familiar with Earthbound soundtrack, you're going to recognize a lot of the music in Earthbound Beginnings because they carried over, I would say, 80% of it to use in Earthbound. And uh, up next, I will play a clip from the same song, of the same song, from Mother 1, Earthbound Beginnings, Mother 2, Earthbound, and the version of that song from the totally crazy and great, super cheesily sincere Mother vocal soundtrack, which has a young British girl singing vocal versions of all the songs in the Mother 1 soundtrack. Now, you need a pretty high tolerance for cheese to enjoy this music, but if you like Disney stuff or toe tap and show tunes or just things that you're deeply embarrassed to like, you will enjoy the offerings of the vocal Mother soundtrack. So here's the comparison. Yeah, ultimately, Mother 1 or Earthbound Beginnings has its problems. It was a 1987 JRPG released in 1989, now hitting us in 2015, which is a very, very foreign experience today. It's not as friendly as we expect games to be, and it really does a great job of disrespecting your free time, because what else are you going to do in 1989? Go on the internet? Look at your phone? No, you're going to be playing this JRPG all night, buddy. Still, it's an amazing feat that this game even reached us in the first place. Just think about it. 24 years ago, we were supposed to get this game. It was localized completely internally by Nintendo. And only now is that localization hitting the market. 24 years later, it is crazy and I love it. And I want to give Nintendo money, if only to say, yes, please do weird stuff like this again. We don't know what you've translated. We don't know what you haven't released yet. I know Tomato Adventure is a thing, but I don't know what else you've translated and not released. And I want to know. This is exciting. And just giving Nintendo seven bucks for this game, even if you don't intend to play it all the way through, it's a way of saying thank you for respecting your history because so few developers or publishers 
or video game companies do that. It is such a rare thing, and it's great to see Nintendo dust off this relic, this this historical oddity, and just give it to us, well, you know, for a small fee, but it's available now, and it's beautiful, and I couldn't be happier. Maybe Well, thanks for joining me for another episode of Retronauts Micro. Hopefully you learned something about Mother and Earthbound, and maybe, just maybe, I encourage you to drop that 7 bucks on a classic that's a little tough to get into, but I say worth it in the long run. So as always, Retronauts is brought to you by you, you kind people out there who give to our Patreon. And if you're interested in helping us out, just $1 a month is so great. It helps the show. It helps us get our production in order. It helps Jeremy fly out. It pays for equipment. It does everything that needs to make Retronauts happen. So if you'd like to give, please go to patreon.com retronauts, and we'd really appreciate it. So in closing, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, and several other things as Retronauts. Following our social media accounts is the best way to keep up with things we're doing, places we're going, and announcements about the show in general. And please make sure to visit US Gamer. Jeremy and I are right there, and we also put Retronauts there. So if you're not getting Retronauts through US Gamer, you're doing it wrong, buddy. So please go to usgamer.net, read our articles, and enjoy what I think is a great website. That is all for this week, my friends. Tune in next week for a brand new full-length episode of Retronauts. See you then. Thank you.